The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Source of Truth podcast as we study this source of truth, which is the Word of God. And thank you so much for the opportunity you've given to me to be part of your day. And I hope I can be a help this morning as we look at the Word of God. We are in the book of 1 Peter, 1 Peter uh, chapter number 2, as we're just about halfway through uh, this chapter. And so we're going to look at a couple verses, and a couple verses that really, you know, we often say the Bible's relevant. Uh, this is definitely relevant. And the big question comes, how should we as Christians respond to authority? And then the question comes, how do we as Christians respond to authority who abuse their position or are bad authority? And I hope you understand something. I, I am not one who believes that the vast majority of people in positions of authority are bad. I do believe that ultimate authority can corrupt people, uh, but I don't think that just because they're in a position of authority, they're bad. Um, but I do say the Bible gives us some clear explanations or clear explanations of, of our expectations in Christ. Now, in these verses in a moment, we're going to talk about what Peter said to, to the children of Israel submitting to authority. One, I want you to catch on to the fact, remember, these are the children of Israel living under Roman rule, living under persecution. So it's not today where somebody's just infringing a little bit on our rights. It's not today where people just aren't doing what we think they should. We have, we have come in American Christianity, due to the way our system is created, to see that if everybody's not doing what I want them to do, then they're wrong. I mean, these people were legitimately under persecution, being imprisoned and sometimes killed for their belief in Christ, which would be against the law in our country. So please understand when he says this is not a convenience. He's really asking these people to take a huge step out. Having said that, there's some explanations. What do we do if it, it differentiates upon our belief system. So let's look. I will say this. I like it interesting that in verse we read verse 12 yesterday that our lifestyle conversation amongst the Gentiles, amongst the world, that it would be honest and that they would by our good works glorify God. And then he goes on right after saying all of that, steps over to the idea of a government of authority. So let's go to verse 13. Uh, Peter says this, Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free, and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as a servant of God. Let me just make one comment as we go. Remember this entire thing at the end of verse 16, we are doing all of what he's saying as a servant of God. That means there's going to be times where authority will not always be what we think they should or what they should be, and yet our answer is not because we think it's right or easy. We are doing all of this as servants of God, as representatives. Remember, he says we are strangers and pilgrims. We are ambassadors, representatives of God on this earth. So yeah, there'll be times where it just doesn't seem fair, it doesn't seem right, but yet the right move is to honor God in this. So let's go back to verse 13. And what he's doing is he's really, uh, Paul says a very similar thing in Romans 13, if you want to look that up. But he says, so I submit myself to every ordinance of man. And we'll talk a little bit about that. He's submitting to every ordinance, all the rules and, and requirements and laws. And he starts off, he goes to the uh, king of supreme, where we would say the president or the governors, anybody in authority. We submit to the ordinances of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be the king or governors, he says, why? As unto them that are sent by him, by God, 
for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. Now, you say, well, that's the premise. The premise is they are there. Their responsibility as authority is to punish the evildoers and to honor those who do well. Honor the good citizens, the obedient law-abiding citizens, and to bring punishment to those that don't. And we are seeing that some occasions that's great. We're seeing some occasions that doesn't happen today. We're seeing some occasions today where uh, people doing wrong are just ignored. They can kind of do what they want. And we see the chaos that results from it. Now, having said that, that's not our, you know, and, it's, and we, should, we should vote based upon that. We should keep our eyes aware of what's going on. And we live in a free country where our vote matters. Thank the Lord for that. Move forward with it. Now, having said all that, what do we do in these situations where, I mean, let me go back to verse 15. I want to I finish the thought and I'm going to conclude something. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. Ignorance of foolish. Those, okay, here's a couple of things about the ignorance of foolish men. This is the will of God so that the world who wants to scream against authority, so you can't live like this. Yes, you can. You've proven you can. You can live in peace. You can live uh, in, in general quietness and enjoy life because a lot of times most of the arguments against government today have very little to do with what affects our lives. Generally, they're just a political comment, and because of talk radio and because of social media, it's really easy to have it all there. Most of it's just a debate over which political party, things of that nature. Now, don't get me wrong. We're hitting with inflation, and, a lot, and we, we are learning more and more with COVID, the in, in direct, direct impact to our lives that governors and mayors and presidents have. It doesn't change the fact that he goes, we can, foolish, we can silence foolish men, those who want to argue, those who want to debate, those who want to cause chaos where there is... No need for chaos. We can foolish them. We can, sorry, we can silence them. We can prove you don't have to live in that foolishness. You don't have to. Uh, then he says, as free. I want you to catch this phrase, not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as a servant of God. He goes, what is he saying there? There is a truth in Scripture that I believe, that, and this is where he's talking about this. What about times where... The government has told us that we, and I'm talking history, this church was dealing with this, where the governments of history have made it illegal for Christians to just do what God wants them to do. So being a Christian, worshiping God, obeying God is illegal. So do we just ignore what God says? No. And here's what we have to come down to. How do you know when to obey God over man or things of that nature? Really what you have to do is you have to look at the rank of authority. So who is the highest authority in our life? We live as authorities of another kingdom. We live in obedience to God. So he's the number one authority. As long as the authority's under him, that would be the president, that would be our governors, anybody else under him, as long as what they're asking us to do does not infringe upon what God's asked us to do, like it or not, we live in authority to that. You say, what do you mean by that? Our presidents currently do not tell us we cannot worship God. Other countries do, but ours does not. We, there's no laws that we can't. Um, there, it, still to this day, it's, it's not illegal to go to church. It's not illegal to have a Bible. In fact, it's not illegal to take a Bible to school in some scenarios. But uh, they, there are a lot more freedoms if we're willing to stand for them. Please understand, you may have to stand for them, but they're there. A lot of people want us to back off and just be quiet. But as long as we're willing to graciously, lovingly stand for them, the freedoms are there. I've seen them firsthand. So, but if, let's say, let's say that we came a time where in America it was illegal for us to go to church. What do we do? Well, we go to church. All right, graciously, lovingly, we don't go spout and face, blah, 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 flip out. We, we go to church. He goes, well, what happens then if the government says you're wrong, you're going to be fined, or you're going to go to jail? Then we get fined and we go to jail. That's where it says back up in 13, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man. He's not just saying always obey authority no matter what. Here's my point. 
If we, if it became illegal, if we lived in China and we were going to church and someone caught us, you know what you do? You go to jail. That's submitting to the ordinance of men. So the ordinances do this. If you get caught breaking this law, you go to jail. It's a Christian. Throughout history of Christianity, Christians have followed God no matter what and have gone to jail many times given their life for that cause. What is that? Submitting to every ordinance of man. The ordinance may be obey. The ordinance may be if I disobey, I'll go to jail. But if I have to go to jail to obey God, I go to jail. Please understand something. I want to clarify this as I finish. This is by no means a plea to become uh, to, to anarchy against the government. This entire passage talks about honoring God and obedience to God means to live in peace we are to pray for those in authority over that we may live a quiet and peaceable life in godliness and honesty. That's God's design. And throughout the time that he walked the earth, until the day he was put on the cross, and he really wasn't a government thing, but until that day, he lived in peace and obedience to the authorities over him, no matter how much they might have abused their position. So our desire is, how do you do that, though? Well, you have to recognize we're not necessarily always just living in obedience and respect to the people who hold the positions, because there's going to be some that are good, some that are not. And we're not always going to 100% agree with everybody. You can't. There's never a time we will always 100% agree with everybody. So don't, don't vote based upon that. Uh, you know, a good night. If, if a Baptist preacher ran for presidency, you'd find some reason you wouldn't vote for him. It's just, it's just we got to be very careful with that. We have to use some logic and common sense there. But at the same case, what do we do in those scenarios? Well, we, we're not there. It doesn't matter the person in the office. We're to honor and respect the position of the office, whether it is the presidency, whether it's the governor, whether it is senators, whether it is our mayor. We honor and respect the office, and then in turn, offer that respect to the person who holds it, whether we agree with their political position or not. Our desire as pilgrims here is not to cause chaos. Our desire is to show respect. Now, when you go vote, vote. Vote based upon the Bible. Vote based upon your Christian beliefs. And vote to the one who will be closest to it, who will continue to allow you to have the freedoms that you can enjoy to worship and serve God. And then trust God for those details. He did say in the end days, perilous times shall come, so it's not going to get easier. But go vote. Participate. Thank the Lord for that. So please understand, this is not a level of chaos. We are to live. There are, if ever comes a time we've got to follow God over man, then we follow God over man. But until that happens, we respect the authority, and we always have. And then we live in submission. If that means we've got to deal with punishment, we deal with punishment. And we do that graciously. That's the idea. But until then... We, we let authority do what, whether we think they're all great or not, we live in submission to the authority the best we can. Most occasions, we just don't like their political position. Well, that's just not, that's, we vote, we do our part, and then we move on. Because again, we should be, have eternal value, eternal perspective, is less a temporal perspective. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we're always going to like the roles and the positions out there. I can't say that either. But we respect the positions that these people hold. I know this can be one of the most controversial positions out there, but can I tell you, what did he say? If we do this, we can silence the foolishness of men. And that's really what God wants us to do. We do this to honor and glorify God. And may that be our ultimate desire. Well, thanks again for joining uh, me and us uh, all together on this Tuesday morning. Greatly appreciate the wonderful privilege to be part of your day. I hope this is a help. I understand there's going to be a lot of different opinions on this, but we're just hoping to find what does the Bible say about it. And may we submit to that and trust God for those things we can't control. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope you join us again tomorrow.